Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Benson, corporate merchant, turned boutique owner, turned consultant. I want you to start, grow, and scale your boutique business right here with me. If you're ready to master your mindset, margins, and marketing, you're in the right place. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Boost Your Boutique Podcast. I'm happy to be back with you guys. It's Emily. I, if we haven't met yet, which seems kind of crazy, but if this is your first time listening to an episode, I'm Emily Benson. I am a boutique consultant and mindset coach, and I have a company called Boutique Training Academy. You're listening to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast, which is... Okay, there's 177 episodes of this now, which are you joking? Um, it's insane, actually. And uh, every week we do like tips, tricks, whatever. But now we've been doing these sessions with Andrea, which are really fun because we get to like chit chat. And we have gotten a review. We got one review that said it's too chit chatty and they don't like it. But just skip this episode if that's you. So we'll be back to the hard hitting facts and figures soon. But like, honestly, it gets kind of boring to just, I talk about the same stuff all the time. So anyway, Andrea, Kenny, welcome to the show. Um, This is an episode of Boutique Besties where we kind of just shoot back and forth about what we're thinking about life, about boutique industry, about what we see in our courses and clients. So um, hi, Andrea. Hey, Em. Um, and we also said yesterday that we were not going to edit this episode. So we're going to try to make it really clean and, and nice. And if you're listening and you're like, I like a perfectly edited podcast, just again, skip this episode. <laughs> we're just, we're not going for perfection. I'm just like, I'm kind of over it, Andrea, honestly. Like I feel like the more real I am, just the better and easier my life is because I'm not trying to like overthink it or overdo it or over perfect it. And it just more things are getting done. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I love a nicely edited podcast because when I listen to a podcast where it's a bunch of ums and ahs and likes and all those extra filler words, sometimes I wind up turning it off. I remember there was a podcast. Oh, it was the call her daddy podcast with Anna Delvey. She actually what? She was Anna- on call her daddy. Yes. I want to listen to that episode. I wanted to listen to it so bad, but her voice and her filler words were driving me nuts. I couldn't listen to it. Anna Delvey's. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh no. Alex Cooper's a professional consummate professional. <laughs> if you've ever listened to call her daddy, you know that we're kind of joking. She's actually, she's an extremely talented person and I admire her as, um, a broadcaster and a producer. I mean, she edits all her own episodes Mm -hmm. and she has probably millions of millions of listeners. Like, I don't even know. I don't know how to judge podcasts. I don't even know how to judge my own. I think, I don't know if she's the top podcast on Spotify, but she's up there. I mean, they gave her a incredible deal when she signed with them. So smart. She's just so smart. She's so savvy. Mm -hmm. You know, I appreciate other women in business who are just crushing it and doing it their own way. And I think that's what you and I, I think have always kind of done that with this business. And I feel like we're also now digging more into that of like, how do we do this our own way? How do we make ourselves different? And we've recently made a bunch of renovations to our courses and like kind of what we sell, which is interesting and is also a big part. 
I would say it's two things. It's one, there's only so much of Emily to go around and everyone wants on Emily's schedule. And so does it now my daughter. So trying to balance that has been interesting. And also I think that people and the way they're learning has sort of shifted and changed. And I think we're trying to be more adaptive and more honestly available. I think we've really upped our support in all of our courses this year, especially. And it's really interesting because we keep finding that people are really confused about what we do. So Andrea, do you, from an outsider perspective, because you really weren't from the online course worlds, the way I kind of like melded into it. How would you describe what we do at Boutique Training Academy on a more like, like in-depth way, not just like, oh, we teach boutique owners, yada, yada. You know, like, what do you feel like when people are in our world, they have the opportunity to experience? What's funny is a lot of people ask me this question outside of like the boutique worlds, because they always want to ask a, what I do. Oh, what, it, you know, what do you do with Emily again? Like what's her business again? They always want to know. So That's I always funny. give them the, the highest level. I'm like, oh, she runs a, basically an online course academy for retail owners so that they can educate themselves and, you know, get more into depth with their numbers and their buying process and product assortment. And it's really, you know, we offer it for a range of wherever you're at in your business. I think the best way to describe what we do is that a, we're offering high level education, no matter what, where you're at. So whether you're just starting out, whether you're smack dab in the middle, like just kind of getting into the trenches or you you're kind of cruising, but you want to take it to the next level. The, the quality of education that we're offering a we've everybody that teaches in our courses has had actual real life experience in retail. We're not just pulling stuff out of our butt. Like we've actually been there. And we didn't just start last year. And I'm we just didn't just start that. last year. I was, yeah. I wasn't just like, I had a six figure year in my boutique. And so now I'm going to teach you. And like, listen, I'm not riffing on those people, but they have no ed- education or formal background in it either. So while you can learn from them and like what they did, they're not going to give you, I think what you're saying, which I, I love and need to like reverberate a little bit is like, we have professional level trainings with people who've worked in the retail industry in corporate and boutique settings for 20 years, 15 years, you know, and, and that to me is, is a really huge differentiator from us than just someone who's like on YouTube sharing their secrets. You know, it's like, I have a YouTube channel cause it's fun and it's good marketing, not because that's my way I need to like tell people what I do, you know, it, like, yeah. 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 And I think even, you know, my formal training is technically not in retail. I mean, I have a criminal justice background, but I've also been in the space of retail. I've worked many a retail job. I've seen very high level um, companies. I also have kind of really immersed myself into marketing. So that's kind of been my hustle, I would say. I've been really into the whole marketing space. So that's what I do for a lot of my other clients is I've settled into marketing, which has now translated into me being able to help everybody that's enrolled in BTA courses with their marketing, with Shopify, with emails, with social media. That's kind of become my, my bread and butter. Yeah. And I think what you're saying about how we help people kind of where they're at 
that's a big piece of it too. So it's funny when I was at magic last week. So if you again are new or you didn't know, I didn't, I haven't really talked about this. We record a lot of content, like sort of batch recording. So these are the episodes where we got to talk about like what's going on last week. I was in Las Vegas for the magic show. I also spoke at the wind show, which is women's wear in Nevada show that was at Caesar's palace. And so many people are like, I want to get involved with your Academy. And I was like, Oh, I like never think about it like that. (laughs) You know, I know that's like the name of my business, but I like forget to think about it as if it like it is to me, it's like, it's a training structure. It's a school. Mm -hmm. And that's why I want to call it an Academy, which is funny because we went to high school at an Academy. So I wonder if that's where my brain pulled it from. Maybe. I mean, I always, I always get that question. Oh, you went to, you know, Westford Academy. Oh, that's private school. I'm like, nope, public just, school. And then I tell them the whole story, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's interesting that you pulled Academy maybe just because that was in the back of your head. Yeah. Like subconsciously, but I feel like I want to get involved in the Academy. To me, there's a couple ways to do that, right? It's consuming all of our free content, which we have again, 177 episodes of this podcast, we also have out, like, I think I calculated it once and it's like, you know, a 2000 hours on YouTube or something. And then of course, like anything on Instagram or Facebook or our Facebook group, like we just have so much free stuff that I think you could probably get lost in our free stuff forever. And I think a lot of people think it's, they can do a lot just consuming the free stuff, which you can. What I will also say is there's absolutely no way I can teach a full curriculum of retail education via free platforms. And so that's where I think the courses come in and that's sort of like the next level. So we have your free stuff. Actually, let me throw my books in there because books, I have two best-selling books. They're under 20 bucks. Under 20 bucks. Yeah, exactly. And that's for the hardcover. And we have some workbooks now too, that we've launched on Amazon. All my books are on Amazon under Emily Benson. And I'm excited. You know, the books are a really nice place to first interact. I feel like the mindset book is sort of my loss leader where like it doesn't sell well, but the people who've read it are like, this is the most incredible. Like this book is what like changed my mind about retail, you know? And I'm like, okay, it's a little more advanced. It's not for someone who's like thinking about opening a boutique. It's someone who's like in the thick of it and really struggling. You've been going back through it actually. Has there been been anything that resonated with you as we're, we're creating a retail mindset workbook? I think going back through a lot of the money stuff has been Mm. really helpful for me, especially as I'm starting to, you know, change a very big area in my life and uh, focusing on where I want to take my life. And that takes financial resources. So kind of restructuring my thinking about money and, um, and having a little bit more of a positive outlook on it. And when I was rereading it, I'm like, yeah, I got to start thinking like that again. Cause I had that, I had that. And then it gets lost sometimes, which is, it's a nice refresher to go through that again and be like, yeah, that's exactly how I feel about money. I'm going to, I'm not going to let these, you know, generational, uh, things that are passed down from us from our parents. And I mean, our parents are siblings. <laughs> so we grew up uh, very similarly, which is very funny to watch kind of our paths. And we've had a lot of the same things instilled in us because our parents were raised by the same 
parents. Yep. So they had generational money things passed down and our grandparents went through the great depression. So there was a huge scarcity mindset that got passed on to our parents, which they never went through a depression, but they were handed that. And then some of that trickled down to us and it's up to us to be like, no, we're not going to go into that. We're not going to live like that. We're not going to have that, those thoughts around money anymore. Um, so uh, that was kind of the biggest takeaway as I was reading through and I'm only through what chapter five. I mean, I've read the book a couple of times, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but you're like going, it. you're going back through it for like yes. content creation purposes, which I think yeah. is totally different because you're ingesting it differently. I, I also think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I also think the money thing too is really important because I think right now everyone talking about the R word, which I don't even want to say the oh. R assassin, blah, blah, blah. like I am so over that. Like, I, I feel like we've already been in it. Like, first of all, the definition of a R is that it's been two consecutive down months and we've like already had that. So it's interesting. Like gas prices are starting to rebound. Food prices are like, oh, it's a little weird, but I think like, it's like, I've read multiple articles about how it's mostly just a psychological shift amongst consumers and a, and a society. And so it's interesting because yes, there are definite factors that are real life that are like, you know, hitting prices and, you know, again, gas companies and shipping companies are making a lot of money right now, profit wise. So, you know, again, where is this really coming from and what do we need to do as consumers and small business owners to kind of try to fight back big corporations? But I think it's also really affects people's, it's a trigger for people's money stuff to come up. And so when all these people are triggered around their money stuff, because they're hearing this word and they're hearing the news that's controlled by like five people, like controlling the narrative, they, they buy into that narrative and they don't decide I'm going to make my own narrative. I can rise above this. And to be honest with you, it's really interesting because I think there are still so many boutiques that are crushing it. And during any natural three to five year cycle, which I think we're kind of coming out of that COVID people that did really well during COVID and like killed it in 2020 have, have been having like really tough 21s and 22s because they just got used to this absurdly high numbers or absurdly like ridiculous things. And now they plateaued and they're like, I'm doing so poorly. And the mindset's sinking in. Whereas really like you entered this business at a time when it was you can't do that again. Like the COVID and shutdowns in 2020 is never going to happen again. We're never going to see that. We'll never see it ever, but that surge was out of control. And I think that it's not realistic. It's like, if you came into the business or you had that year be incredible. And since then it hasn't been like out of the park, then a, you've got to look at your business, but also B, you also have to realize like there's natural plateaus and that there's going to be huge shifts. Like people don't want loungewear anymore. You know, I mean, they do, but like, again, it's like elevated. It's different. Right. Right. It like looks cute to wear out. So I think that's part of it too, with the money piece of it. And that's a great reminder for anyone that has the retail mindset book, just go read that chapter. I mean, that's the beauty of that book too, is you can read it one chapter at a time. It doesn't have to be I sit down and read this book. Right. Yeah. Cause it's broken up into mindset moves, which I love. And I think the, the thing that I'm starting to remember too, is my mantra in life 
and this is a life lesson that I've learned over the last 10 years is control what you can let go of what you can't. You have to let go of the things that you can't control because then it's going to just consume you and it's going to start to take over your ability to control the things that you can. Because there's plenty that we can control. We can control our attitude. We can control our mindset. We can control how we react to things. And once we have that in place, it's a whole different ballgame. When you start to let go of all the crap that you're like, I have absolutely no way of changing the outcome of what's going to happen here. You just live a much happier, freer you. I, that's, I mean, that's really all it is. No, I agree. And I think even for myself, there's certain, there's people and places that I've like decided to protect myself from, whether it's energetically protect because I still have to like be around those people, or I've just like slowed down talking to or kind of like, you know, I feel like there's a nice natural piece where it's just like, I can't take on other people's stuff right now, you know? And so putting my bubble up and still being respectful of certain relationships, it is kind of nice to take a step back from those people who might be kind of toxic in one way or another to your life. And I, you know, I hate to say that, but I also really firmly believe that like, if people are draining you, you owe it to yourself not to be drained by them. So what do you have to do? I even, I gave someone the advice the other day where I was like, you have to look at that, those people, someone, I can't even remember who it was, but it was like someone in their life was like acting insane, but they couldn't get out of the situation. They were stuck in the situation. And I was like, listen, you just have to like, think about those people or that person as like a reality show. You're watching the reality show. And I got this from a therapist. So thank you to that therapist that said this, but take a step back. They're a reality show. They're like real housewives of the house you're in right now, you know, and don't take it so seriously. It doesn't, you don't have to be affected by it. If you can look at it with like basically glass between you and that situation. And like, that's where I think you can preserve some of your mindset is when you do put up that glass because you can still see the person you can still, you know, you're still in contact with them, but there is just that like protective barrier between you and like whatever their toxic traits are that are really triggering you to like spin you out. Cause I think that's the the big thing too, is we're coming off of this. I mean, we're so close to 2023, which is insane. Right. I saw a meme that was like, I'm still recovering from 2020, you know, it's like, but it's kind of true because so much has happened in the past two years that I do think that we are still in a weird stage of like dealing with the trauma of the past couple of years, the changes, the whatever happened with us. I think we're all still kind of grappling with that while being really excited about like doing normal things, like going back to, you know, air quotes, our normal life, whatever that is, you know? Mm-hmm. the new normal. Yeah. But I still feel like it's kind of like the old normal, except I just don't want to go to as many events as I used to. Like I'm more like, uh, I don't need to see those people anymore. <laughs> I still, I still feel like there's a little bit of like, I don't know. I still see some differences. I still see a lot of people wearing masks. Yeah. Um, especially in certain situations. I see a lot of people in the grocery store still wearing masks. And this is, again, this is in Massachusetts. So I feel like we were always very mask heavy here. Yeah. I had to buy masks the other day and it really made me mad because I'm like, are we done with this? 
but no. the doctor's offices still require them, which I, you know what, I'm not, I'm not that mad about the doctor's offices because you, the things you can get in a doctor's office and in a hospital, like let's keep masks <clears throat> there. I'm like kind of down with that. Right. You know, or like holding newborn babies. I'm totally fine with that because yeah. you know, those little guys, they don't have an immune system quite yet. Yeah. You know, I just, I just told my best friend, I'm like, listen, when that baby's born, I'm going to wear a mask for like the first month. And she's like, oh, that's sweet. You don't have to do that. I'm like, but I'm doing it. Yeah. There are people who, well, we shouldn't get into this whole conversation, but yeah, I agree. It, it, there are still a lot of people wearing masks. I mean, I still wore a mask on the plane and in the airport to and from Vegas, just, I don't know, mentally it like made me feel good. I don't know. Like I, I I think it's like a security blanket. Also, I kind of like that. I don't have to wear makeup and I can do like really good skincare products, cover my face and like protect it. And I feel like it actually stays more moisturized because I get like the condensation from my breath. So like I stay a little more moisturized. What are you talking about? No, I feel like my skin, I don't know. I feel like I can put good serums on, lock it in, put the mask on, don't have to wear makeup. I don't know. I'm just saying, I feel like my skin was really looking good. I mean, have you ever tried the, what is it? Summer Fridays? jet lag mask no have I gotten you on that yet no I gotta get you on that well I think we were on a plane together like a million years ago and I like smothered it all over my face and you're like what are you doing I know you were like whipping out like eye patches I was like no shame in my game I was like just (laughs) watch your ipad (laughs) I know you really were like you were being so extra and I was like okay you do you, you know, you know, it's everybody always, I think my skin's gotten to a point where I don't break out on planes anymore because I put so much moisturizer on. And I swear that jet lag yeah. mask is what does it. It keeps your skin hydrated. you you get breakouts because your skin dries out on planes. Yeah. I felt like my trip to magic was great. It was really fun to see people, the show magic. And actually when I was at win pretty late on Monday, so I don't know if I can like judge it well. Cause it was like after four, mm. um, but both shows were felt like calm. They felt good. Like I was saying the, ma- the energy at magic was really chill. And actually it was kind of nice when I was at win, they have like extra shopping hours at the first night and they like serve drinks and, you can kind of hang out and socialize. And I was like, this is kind of nice. Cause it was chill enough to like, Hey, it wasn't like these mobs of people. It was like small groups. So it was kind of nice, but I really felt like at magic, there was just so much space. There were so many vendors. Like it just, it really looked nice. And I think the contrast of Nashville magic, that was just, it was so small. It was such a small mm-hmm. space. And if you don't know, like they want to expand in Nashville, but like convention center dates get booked out like 10 years in advance. And so I know that they were having trouble getting space and enough space. So like, I don't think magic in Nashville was a very good representation of magic. I felt like this magic was just really good. They had the stage out in the hall. There was plenty of room for people to walk around. There's plenty of room for vendors. They didn't have to like you know, you didn't have to be at a vendor booth listening to someone talking on stage, which I know for me is like the worst. So it was a really nice setup. And I feel like when was a really nice setup too, even there, I, I spoke inside the, on the show floor, but it was a really nice small little area. So it was like, mm-hmm. kind of, I like almost didn't want to use a mic, even though I kind of needed to. Yeah. You would have, you would have lost your voice. If you hadn't used a mic, 
Yeah. It would have just not been as I, you know, I, I probably needed one of those like small mics that they use at like workout classes, a, a Britney Spears mic. Yeah. I think that would have been more, I don't know. Or like the mics that I use when I teach then. Yeah, totally. Totally. But I do feel like, you know, both shows were pretty good and it was just nice to go and see what's happening. I mean, there's still so many choices um, out there. And I think, so let me backtrack. Cause I think part of going to magic, it was interesting in the audience. There were a lot of businesses that had only been open like six months to a year in the audience at my talk. And I just wanted to scream like you all should take boot camp because a lot of what I was teaching on stage was boot camp content where I taught like pricing structure mm-hmm. and someone came up to me after and they're like that pricing structure is so cool like I've never seen something like that and I was like right that's the difference of what you get in my courses you get like actual charts actual google sheets that are like fill outable and fill out fillable <laughs> we just made up a new word fillable Right. So, you know, here's the thing. We have three, we have two program, three programs, two, I would call courses. One is really just truly like a program. So everything is built in stages of your business. So we want to meet you, like Andrea said, where you're at, wherever you are. So for boutique basics, bootcamp, we think of bootcamp as like, you're just starting out. It's like, you just enter the military, you just enter the industry, you have to go through bootcamp. And honestly, I think people that we have a couple of people in bootcamp now who've been even in business for a little while, but they're just like, I need to go back to basics. I need to like really tighten things up. I'm expanding or I want to really grow. And I just feel like I need to go back to that basic stuff. We also have people that haven't even started yet in that course who are like, I want to start in three months. I want to start in six months. Awesome. Those are like, those are the people I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Because because we start, we help you build the foundation and like without a solid foundation, the house isn't going to stand up. A hundred percent. And I said to someone yesterday, it's very much like we talk you through writing a business plan because, you know, I always say you should have a plan, right? For your business. You have a plan. But like, I remember when I started my boutique, I was literally like getting these Harvard review guides, how to write a business plan, how to write a business plan for dummies, you know, all these things. They are so complicated. The reason you have like a complicated business plan is to go to a bank or go to an investor and get money. Mm-hmm. If you can self-fund yourself, you don't need all of that, but you do need something. And I think that's really what we try to provide in bootcamp is that, framework for you of who define this ideal customer target market, define what you're going to sell them specifically. What are you going to price it at? How much are you going to buy it for? What are, what is your price breaks? What is your markup? Like all of those pieces and parts, I think we really help you build a business plan inside bootcamp. Yeah. And then how are you going to tell people about your business? The marketing piece, marketing piece of it, because that's usually that's what people want to jump to. Usually, they don't they don't think about this stuff beforehand. They they want to jump to like social media. They want to jump to like emails. What should I be posting? How many times should I post today? I'm like, who's your ideal customer? Oh, I have something for everyone. No, no. And if that's you and you're listening, I apologize for straight up calling you out. But like that is nine eight times out of ten, someone comes comes to us. I, you know, my website's not converting. I'm not selling things. I feel like my social media is not getting traction. Who are you selling to and what are you selling them? 
Is it unique? Is it specific? Is it defined? Well, I mean, I saw someone sell you beanie babies the other day and I was Stop like, it. you cannot call yourself a boutique. Again, I'm like totally calling someone out, but like, I was like, you're literally calling yourself a boutique and you're selling like kids toys. But wait, beanie babies still exist. I, or I guess so. Like vintage beanie babies. No, like- no, no. They're like, um, Adeline is like not old enough for this, but they're like those stuffy toys have really big eyes. Oh, I know. Which I, they're not like legit beanie babies, like our beanie babies. No, but I think they call them beanie babies. I don't know. We're going to have to do some like Google searching we're, we're on this. Like, like Google search. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because like I, she was like, went on live and she's like, yeah, we're going to do beanie babies today. And I was like, so confused and listen to each their own. I'm all about that. But I also think like a boutique is a very particular thing to call yourself. And it has a very particular meaning. I think it's like you are selling clothing, accessories, even gifts and home decor Mm -hmm. in a specific price range, 30 to a hundred, 30 to $500. I would say 30 to $500. And you're doing it in a small curated way. And that's what I think like we teach in boot camp is like, how do you do that in a way that's still interesting, that still gets people to buy from you. And you don't have to rely on selling like poppets. Is that what they're called? Poppets, the rubber things. Oh yeah. The little the... things that would pop up and down. Yeah. yeah. I always want to call yeah. them pop sockets, but that's not. No, that's for your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or fidget spinners. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So many boutiques were selling those. I was like, stop selling junk guys. You don't like, it's such a waste of money. I know it's like trendy and cool. And it's like some quick cash. Like I get, I get it truly. Cause I've been there, but it's not a long-term play if you're a boutique and that's, that's bootcamp. Bootcamp is like, we are going to teach you how to open a traditional boutique where you either sell women's apparel, men's apparel, kids apparel, We've had people that do home decor and gifts for sure. And you're going to do that either online, through a brick and mortar, through a mobile boutique, or through pop-ups. Yeah. Those are the people like, we we got you. We're so good. And we're going to give you that outline. I, I Again, I even had someone like, well, if I'm online, will this work for me? It's the same thing. Retail is retail is retail is retail. It all has the same fundamentals. We just teach you the different modalities of how you might need to adjust your marketing or adjust Mm -hmm. how you communicate with people depending on what, how you sell basically. Right. I I think we got an email the other day that was talking about uh, like outdated information in a course. I think they had like taken the course or I think they bought the course in 2018, but never taken it. And they were like, I know this stuff's probably outdated. I'm like, it's actually not we're still teaching the same exact principles. Yes. We've added more information that's, you know, as we've expanded the course, Yep. but like the basic principles of retail have not changed at all. You're still going to get a ton out of this. And by the way, like, if you want to come back in and you want to do live calls because you missed them back in 2018, like we got you, we've got alumni opportunities, which we do. We have so many alumni come back. We have a ton of alumni come back because they want the support and the accountability. Mm -hmm. And I think, so that's the other thing. If you're listening to this and you're like, I've taken a course or I've taken all your courses, you can always come back to the, like the last level you were at 
for a very reduced rate. And you still like, you'll get anything that's kind of been updated with the course. You'll also get access to all our calls. And so this is one thing I really want to talk about because even in boot camp, let's just like start talk about it from the our is our most basic level course, right? Boot camp. We get emails daily, twice a day. Hi, Emily. I really want a one-on-one session with you. Mm-hmm. I'm just starting out. I can't like a I'm too expensive. And I say that with love, but like I know I, I'm just you're a I'm expensive. I'm a consultant. I'm expensive. I make Consultants people are expensive. Well, yeah. Yeah. I double people's money when they work with me. And like you, you gotta be making money and then I can really like really kill it for you. Mm-hmm. The other piece of it is it's not worth your time for me to help you. You have still so much to learn. There's no way in an hour consultation, I could ever tell you the things you need. Right? So this is why we have weekly group coaching calls in all of our courses now. Okay. It doesn't matter what level you're in. You will get a once a week call with either myself, Ariane, or Andrea. With those calls, and again, recently, like I feel like this podcast is very much in reaction to a lot of things that have like been emailed or talked that we're both like, oh my God, like we need to be more obvious about all this stuff. I did a call for boot camp probably two weeks ago. There was two people that showed up to the call. They literally got half an hour one-on-one calls with me. Like on zoom on video like i was looking at their inventory it's like you know talking to them about specific strategies like what they need to do we were ha- we had such an amazing call and they both at the end were like i had no idea i had like we were going to have this you know they think like mm-hmm. oh it's a group co- like group what does group coaching mean like oh it means like emily sits and talks to everyone no 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 it means like i literally will answer your questions dead like dead on like you get on the phone we do have a place where you can submit questions in advance that's just so we can like gauge how the call is going to go and give ourselves a pace but there'll be calls where there will be times I said to you once I said is there really a call tonight no one submitted questions yeah and Andrew was like yeah no it's on the calendar like show up for it so I spent again an hour I think I got to four people's questions because they were like I just didn't have a question beforehand, but now that we're on the phone, like I have three questions and I'm like, let's go, you know? So the thing about calls that I think we've really struck a nice balance with is we want to have them have a time limit. Cause we, I used to do like four hour group coaching calls and it was exhausting. So, and, but that would be less times that we do it. Right. So if you sign up for bootcamp tomorrow, you would get for three straight months, a weekly group coaching call, with the three of us, which is an hour. Then you would get a once a month sales review call with me where I strictly talk about selling and different facets of selling. So whether that's like how to pull your data from Shopify and analyze it by department, it can be talking about the purchase funnel and new customers and bring old customers back in through the purchase funnel. Next month, we're in September, we're going to talk about customer journeys on email, how to do automated journeys behind the scenes so you can make more money on the back end. All of this is included in the one cost of the one investment cost for the course. Okay. Then you get a once a month e-commerce call, which describe those. Those are Andrea's domain. People rave about these calls And I actually don't, I I know that no one else 
that we like sort of compete with other people that sell courses do this. So can you describe what those, those calls are? Yeah. So, um, same thing. You can submit your questions. If you have very specific questions about your website, whether it's, you know, Wix, GoDaddy shop, most people are using Shopify or comment sold, but if you have like a very specific question about your website or websites in general, or how to do something, we'll answer those. But then also I will go and pick people will submit their website for an audit. So I'll actually spend usually about 15 minutes per person. I try and get two to three done. It depends on how many questions there are. If I can squeeze three in, I will, because I know how valuable these are. And I will dissect your page, like your website. I will go through from your homepage to your product page, your collection pages, and I will find anything that you're missing. I will find anything that you're doing amazing. I will find pretty much everything that I could possibly find and tell you what I think you could do a little bit better or what's really going to move the needle for you. I really try and keep it to the move the needle things. There are probably a lot of things that could be really nitpicky about, but I know, especially at um, like the BBB and even SFBB level, like we want to go with the things that are going to move the needle on your website. So I really enjoy doing those. I'm a shopper. I think I've said this on like a million of our boutique besties. I'm a shopper. So I always go into these with consumer glasses on like, I'm yep. like how easy is their site to shop what's going to trigger me to leave yep. what's going to trigger me to stay uh what's going to make me think i definitely want to buy from this company what leaves me lacking like what do i want to know more about or like especially with like product descriptions things like that i mean we go in depth and on top of all of that i've created like a little mini training within bbb and sfbb and also, if, even if you're in the mastermind, you have access to those. That's like product description templates, um, how to build a Shopify site from scratch. We have an entire training on how to build a Shopify site from scratch. That, yeah. Like I need to like say that 10 times loud because like just that alone, I've seen people charging four or $500 for alone, just that one training. That doesn't include the audits that you're getting from Andrea. I mean, those, again, like people doing website audits, even on a Fiverr, like a on Fiverr, you, you don't know what you're getting with that, I feel like. Mm -hmm. But also, again, it's included. And that's easily a couple hundred dollars value for what she's giving you. And we've had people make those changes, you said, and like make money from it. And like, yeah. it, it's really changed the needle. Like you said, move the needle. Yeah. And I've been working on, you know, e-commerce sites that I built from scratch. And I've been working on those websites for two years. And, you know, fiddling around with them for two years and really figured out what works and what doesn't work. So I know what I'm talking about. Like I know what works and what doesn't work. I know what, you know, I've gone through so many apps, paid apps, free apps, you know, that's, <laughs> I, I love the apps, all the apps, but yeah, they're, uh, the calls are awesome. Um, I really enjoy them. I love getting to connect with everybody in the group and kind of go into that even more. We've kind of started to talk a little bit about emails a little bit more because that's really where I've been segmenting into and in kind of my my other world is email marketing so um, getting more questions on that too which again is so much fun and it's so interesting because you and you've talked about this a million times you own your email list social media goes away tomorrow you don't own your followers but you own your email list so yep. building yep. that and integrating that into your website is so important so that's something that I like to harp on too you, you know, you're totally right. And 
And so these calls, so we're talking, there could be weeks where you have two calls. There could be weeks you have one call, Mm -hmm. but basically it's every other week, every other week you would theoretically have two calls. And then the other weeks, the off weeks, you would have one call. Right. So you have an opportunity at least once a week to get on a call with one of the three of us who's our subject matter experts who are retail industry experienced to ask your direct questions, talk to us directly. Like we have a conversation. It's not just like, hi, I'll be answering this question right now. Like I know there's so many courses that do that. And I just want to differentiate the fact that like, we actually will be like, Hey, unmute your line. Like Mm -hmm. I want to hear more because there's always more and there's always more we can dig into. And those calls, like, I just feel like anytime we're on calls, it's just so magical. And it's like really transformative. Like, again, I think that the the investment for all our courses, regardless of all the workbooks and trainings and all that stuff, like the calls are worth the entire investment in the course. So bootcamp is our first level course. That's where we would say start out up to about making $3,000 a month consistently for like a couple months. So you could be doing that. Once you're past that, once you're in like a five to $15,000 range, or you're, you're moving within those numbers back and forth. Like maybe one month is 14. One month is nine. One month is 11. One month is four. Like we've had people who will fluctuate quite a bit, which we try to remedy because you should not be fluctuating that much. That's an inventory problem. (laughs) Um, and so once you're at that point, then we suggest you take six figure boutique blueprint, which I want to change the name of that course. Like every day, (laughs) because you know, it just, it's confusing to people. It's the first course I created and it was meant to really, I really just wanted to create one course, but what happened is so many people were joining blueprint, which is a more advanced course. It's, it's much deeper mindset work. It's much deeper marketing. It's much deeper. Like we just go to the next level and uncover more and more. And we get more into the inventory levels. We get more into marketing strategies because you're at that point where like, you've got the basic setup. You don't need that anymore, you know? And my intention when I started it was I'm going to give you the blueprint to make six figures a year in your boutique. Cause that's again, part of what I had done in my boutique business. And so people have taken that eight ways to Sunday of like, does that, is that like six figure profit? Is that like how much we need to be making or we want to be making? Like, it's just, it's, I think it's kind of a confusing name and it's like on everything. So I just also don't want to change it because it's a beast. To Maybe change. 2023 will change it. Yeah, we'll see. It is it like, listen, it's, we call it SFBB for sure, which I think is easy. And really it's that course where we talk about like, you're going to grow. So like most recently we had a member, Christine, she took her boutique. She was doing like nine, 10, $11,000 a month. She was with us in bootcamp and literally like the last four to six months in bootcamp, she took the year long. Now it's six months. We kind of shortened it back up. We've We've been playing with courses to find the right mix. And I feel like we're finally like, like chef's kiss, like length price, like who we're marketing to all that stuff. But she, in about six months, went from doing like nine, 10, $11,000 and really just like, she's like, I just want to get to 15. Like, I just really, like, that's going to make me feel good. She in March or April had a better month than she had in December at the holidays. I think it was April. Cause then I think May, she did even better. Right. Yes. And yeah. then I think June was even better too. Like I think every single and month. And that's she a did. J month. I know. 
Right. She, yeah. And she jumped her revenue up into higher fire. Like, so she went from nine, 10 to kind of like 19 to 21,000 a month, which is like basically double, which I just realized, holy moly. Right. So doubled. And a lot of that was like through working with us on like her inventory levels and departments and And she actually tested a few new departments that we really talked about before she tested them. And so that to me is six figure boutique blueprint is where like, you're really getting serious, you're doubling down and we can really start to help you with very specific strategies to grow depending on who you are and where you are. And again, Mm -hmm. this is for you. If you're online, brick and mortar, mobile or pop-up, it doesn't really matter how you sell. I, I feel like people are like, oh, you must not help people online and I'm like it's all the same it's all the same it's all the same doesn't matter how you get it to your consumers it's all the same it's all the same it's all the same retail fundamentals you know right. shipping is different we get it operating right. store are different operations right. are going to be different that's the retail yeah. fundamentals of like who you yeah. sell to what you're selling how you're selling it. like it's kind of the same all the same yeah yep so six figure boutique blueprint six month program you still get the every other week calls every week calls mm-hmm. then like the every other week the two calls sales review and the e-commerce call and then six figure blue has much more material in it has much many more bonuses it has 12 modules with trainings yep. um and so it is it is heavier on the training side but again you could literally just come to calls ask what you need and still grow your business like i'm fully convinced like there are people that never go through the modules and still do quite well because they want to, and they want that. They want the kind of one-on-one help in our group coaching calls. Mm-hmm. So anything else to say about blueprint? Um, I don't think so. I think you got it nailed. I think, I it's, mean, it's just a little bit more specific than boot camp because yeah, you've kind of already figured a lot of it out. It's just really making those like refining tweaks to your business that are, they're not the, they're not these huge, massive things that you think you're going to need to do. They're like these little tweaks that like crazy move the needle for you. Yep. You're like, oh, yeah, oh, wow. Like I made this slight tweak to my product assortment or I started offering this or I started sending that extra email a week or I started, you know, doing specific launch days. Yep. Completely exploded my business. Yep. Yep. That's what that's all about. Yeah. I feel like blueprint is for like a little bit more of an advanced person who just needs a little bit more advanced help. Like you definitely can't find the information on the internet for blueprint. Like, I don't think a lot of this stuff is Google, but I, I actually started, I told you, I started doing some more YouTube videos about like growing and like what mm-hmm. that looks like. Cause there's so much help on how to start. And then I feel like everyone kind of gets left in the dust. So I started filming some like free YouTube content about like, what does it mean to grow? Like, what does that look like? Um, and really once you can grow, then, you know, I, so I'm going to make a bold statement, which I don't know if it's, if it's true. I believe that I have the only boutique mastermind that exists that I can find. That's like a high level paid program where you get one-on-one support. You get a group of other boutique owners doing your revenue level around that, you get retreat, you get, you get a lot, you get an audit, you get a full audit, social media and website from you record a loom video. Yep. We can talk oh about my it. gosh. 
yeah, we get, you get a whole sales analysis and a buying plan for me that I do custom for your store based on all your numbers. The mastermind is to me, that is where I make the most impact because I really can grow a boutique 20, 30, 40, 50% in the course of that year working with them. And that's not a guarantee (laughs) because I do have a lot of people this year who are like, I want to totally rebrand and change what I'm doing. We're doing like a lot of editing this year, but it always depends on the group and it depends who joins. All of these boutique owners though, who would join mastermind are doing between 20 and $50,000 a month. Typically we can do higher than that. Um, we've had people join that are doing hundred, 150, 120 K months. Um, I find that those people are just like a lot busier though. So they come and they want the buy plan. They want a little bit of the community. Uh, they want the sales analysis. They want like the heavy duty stuff that I offer only in this program. So when you join mastermind, it's a big commitment because it is a year. It's a higher price point than everything else. But you get so much personal, you get email access to me. You get so much more personalized help for your specific business. And I get kind of obsessive about your business. I think Very about it invest- a lot. I Yeah. I feel like we do get invested and you still get the weekly calls, group coaching calls. So you get to like have that cohort with your other masterminders, which I think is one of the really cool things other than getting to work with you so closely is that you also get to be in a group with women who are also at the same level as you. So you can like kind of spitball off of each other. And, um, and those calls, I think you, so you get those four calls a month. Um, plus you can come onto the sales review calls. Plus you have access to all of the other courses. So if you and the e-commerce call, they can come on the e-commerce call too, or they can just get on the phone call with you and I know they don't tend to join. They don't tend to join those ones just because they're going to get like, like I'm literally going to go super in depth with them. Um, you're right. You're right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Last call we went on, we were like super into stuff. So yeah. Yeah. And I can't do that on SFBB and BBB calls because I have, so those calls are combined. I guess we should mention that Yeah. BBB and SFBB e-commerce calls. I just have everybody come in because I feel like whether you're just starting or you're, uh, in the SFBB kind of grow stage, everybody's websites are kind of all at the same point. Oddly enough, unless you were just starting and like have never done a website before, I feel like all of the tweaks. And again, I also ask you to say like, are you in BBB or SFBB? Cause if you're in SFBB, I might suggest those like little minuscule things. I might go a little bit like deeper into it because I know that you're at that point where you're like, all right, I want like the extra apps. I want to start to incorporate a reward. I want to invest more money in my website. I want to invest more time. work. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I may want yeah. to hire somebody to come and do like a site speed cleanup or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I also think there's a lot of people who might be in SFBB who are like brick and mortar or mobile and who like haven't really focused on their online site. And that's right. like kind of where you're at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah, like taking a back seat. It's like, and I always tell people, if you have a brick and mortar and you're going into e-commerce and starting a website to go along with your brick and mortar, it's like running a whole other boutique. It's, it's a lot of work, you know, especially, I mean, Shopify makes it very easy because you can sync inventories, but there's a lot of work that goes into getting it set up, keeping it updated, um, keeping it fresh. So I think people need to understand that when they 
are like, oh, I'm going to go online too. And then you have to add the whole shipping aspect to it. But I, I love when brick and mortars also start in e-commerce because then you expand your customer base and you can reach more of those ideal customers than those that are just in your community. Totally. I think, you know, and I would say, like I said to someone at the magic Q and a, I was like, do you think we should be focusing a lot of time on our, on our online site? And he had two brick and mortars. And I was like, honestly, I just focus on your brick and mortars and put your best selling items on your website mm-hmm. so that people you, you're, you're utilizing it as a marketing tool, you know? Yes. But again, this is the stuff that we, it's really hard, I think, to communicate all this stuff just through free content. Like, I feel like we offer like incredible free content in terms of like how much it can shift your business. But when you actually take a course program with us, like we go so much more in depth because we have the time, we have the capability, like we have the communication with you. We're not, you know, in a, in a Facebook group of 10,000 people, like it's just a different environment. So I think that's the big piece. I do want to touch on mastermind. It is an application process Mm -hmm. and we get a lot of people that apply to it that are like, I'm just starting out. And I'm like, take boot camp. Like it's not for Mm -hmm. you. Mastermind is for you. If you've been in like six months to a year, two years, five years, you know, you've been around for a while and you're, like I said, you're making between 20, 30, 40, 50, thousand dollars a month. And you really just, you want to get to the next 10 K the next 20 K in your month, like added to that number, you know, that's where we really go in depth there. And, and honestly, I feel like with mastermind, it's also just maintaining that high level. Cause I think it's really easy to slip because you don't have the support. You don't have the accountability and buying at that level inventory can get very sticky and very inaccurate. And so I think in mastermind, what I try to do with the buying plan and the sales analysis is keep you in line. Here's exactly what you need to buy. Here's exactly how much you need to buy of it so that not only can you grow, but like we just maintain what you're doing. Cause I think once you get to that 2030 level, I mean, it can be hard, especially if you're alone to really manage everything that you need to, regardless of, you know, how you're operating. So I think that for me, it is a lot about streamlining and being like a business partner and ha- honestly, all of us kind of being business partners with the masterminders so that they feel like they have another person on their team. Cause even at that level, a lot of people are still solo. They have mm-hmm. maybe an employee or two sometimes depending. Um, but some people are just, it's just them. And so I think it's important to note that like, you're also kind of hiring a pseudo business partner. Yeah. You're kind of hiring a little bit of a team. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. A consulting team. Truly. Mm-hmm. That's like what it is. Yeah. So the mastermind is awesome. You can apply. We're going to put all the links down in the show notes for all this stuff and, and in the YouTube notes, cause we'll put this on YouTube too. Um, but f- all three of our programs are generally open all the time, but we do do promotional periods where we'll offer extra bonuses or, you know, we're doing a, a hyper-focused kind of launch for that program to add more people to it because it's cyclically like people are filtering out of it. So we have three months in boot camp, six months in, in six figure blueprint, and then a year with our mastermind. So you can spend a year with me. That's where you really get the one-on-one work. That's where you really get, 
you will get private calls with me that are recorded on zoom. But if you're not at that level and you're like, I want to talk to Emily one-on-one take a course, like you guys are missing out big time. You're getting me for so cheap in those courses. And I mean, no joke. We had like a semi-private call a couple weeks ago and they were like, this is nuts. And I was like, I know, but like, this is what happens sometimes because it's summer. People don't show up to calls. (laughs) So yeah. The other thing I will say is we have a bunch of like mini courses, master classes that are just kind of like one-off self-study. You get a workbook, you get videos, all of them are incredible value, but you don't get any live support with them. They're not something that you get a Facebook group or calls with. You just get what you get in the package. And that's why they're much lower priced because they're all things that I've recorded or done before that you're kind of getting, getting the recording of. Yeah. I mean, we do masterclasses live very much. Like we have the hacking the holidays masterclass coming up in a couple of weeks, which I'm super excited about because it means Christmas is coming. I know. We didn't even talk about hacking the holidays. We, yeah, we, we re, yeah, we've like re brushed off black Friday blitz, which was from like two years ago. 2020. Yeah. 2020 is when I first taught that. Mm-hmm. That class was amazing. We've sold hundreds of spots and hundreds of replays in that class. And we've had like, again, only good reviews, but I wanted to brush it up and make it even more pinpointed because what I'm finding is that kind of all over the internet, like everyone's starting courses, everyone's like offering masterclasses and this, that. And the one thing I find that's consistent is that it's all just a ton of information. It's like, we'll provide you with 800 hashtags that will work with 45 strategies with 78 content ideas. And I don't know about you, but I just want to be told what to do. Like, here's what to do. You know, I don't like to be told what to do, but. (laughs) But in certain strategies, when you just like want someone to come in and be like, okay, based on how you're rolling and based on the level you're at, here's the exact plan that's going to have the most impact in your business. And then you get to suss it out and decide like, okay, I want to market it this way or whatever. But the strategy is kind of done for you. Yes. I mean, I don't like to be told what to do personally. (laughs) Fair enough. I'm, I'm a little bit of a, of a sass. Um, no, but business-wise, I think when you have too many options like that, it's like the whole, if you have too many options, people aren't going to buy, they're going to get overwhelmed and walk out of your store. Correct. I, yeah. I, I think I just wrote a post about this whole class, like literally paralleling that because if I'm in a store and there or a menu, if the menu is too big, like Cheesecake Factory, the Cheesecake Factory menu is so overwhelming that I wind up getting the same thing every single time because it's too much. There's and you don't like really want to go there. Like, I don't find no. myself being like, I want to go to cheese. It's like, oh, let's go because they have options because I'm going with a bunch of picky eaters or something. Or it's the only thing open after the movies. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, I'm not like a cheese. I know there are some people who are like diehard Cheesecake Factory people, but like, Fair enough. I, it's just the menu is too large. Yeah. I just need like a couple options. Yeah. I, I just think if somebody gives me a plan or gives me parameters, parameters, that's a good word to use. It's yeah. Parameters, and then you kind of find where you fit and you can kind of take from here, take from here and put something together that works specifically for your business, because there isn't a one size fits all plan, which is kind of how we're structuring this masterclass is we're going 
with our whole growth start scale. Uh, start growth scale. Start, yeah. <laughs> start growth scale <laughs> concept so that wherever you're at, you're going to have a takeaway from this. So you don't just have to be at the beginning stages and you don't have to be super advanced. You can come in at any stage. And we've got you. We got you covered. And I would argue that for all levels, my goal is to always keep it simple. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean, so we're going to be covering how to max out fall and holiday sales. And then also we're going to be covering what to do for January, January and February. So you don't see that big kind of slump, which everyone's going to see because you're never going to make in January what you made in December, unless you're a magician. Like it just isn't a thing. But we want to like soften the blow. We want to like have customers set up to come back. We want to have some email funnels set up to go out, to use coupons, things like that. Mm -hmm. Those are the strategies we really want to give you to keep it simple because I really feel like by the time you get to November and December, you're like, oh, I miss July and August when I got to hang out with my family more. I'm ready for a little family time. I'm a little ready for a little snuggle on the couch with a Christmas movie and some snacks moments. And for boutique owners, that is can be really hard. It can be it's, really hard. It's the Super Bowl. It's it's go time. Yeah. You know? that's, yes. Or that's where your mind goes. It's go time. Like this is my this is my Olympics. And it has to be stressful. Which if you have a plan, which is why we're hosting this August 29th, 30th and 31st, we're going to have you create your plan then. And then you're going to have eight, like almost 10 weeks basically for Black Friday to get this all set up. So you could do a little bit each week over 10 weeks to the point where like for Black Friday weekend, you could kind of check in twice a day, three times a day. And super disconnect if you wanted to. I've even had people who started, well, I'm, we're going to teach, teach some strategies in the class about, you know, how to maximize before the holiday, during the holiday, after the holiday. And honestly, these are strategies that, again, you could go take another holiday masterclass and get super overwhelmed. We're just going to teach you based on your income level, based on what we know works, because we've been doing this for years and years. Mm-hmm what will work for your revenue level. We're going to give you the charts and the the spreadsheets to like, actually we have a spreadsheet where it tells you based on your average income, it, like let's say you wanted to do $7,000 on Black Friday weekend. And you're like, I want to run a 20% off sale or 30% off sale. What that actually means, how much inventory you need to hit that $7,000 how, what kind of discounts to try to do to hit that $7,000. Because it's really easy to be like, here's my goal and then throw a discount on it. But then like, you don't have enough inventory. So that has happened more than once. And so we want to prevent that. We want you to have enough inventory. We want you to have a plan and we want it to be based really on your income level and what your personal situation is. If you're single and you're like, I just have to go to Thanksgiving dinner and that's it. And I can like do whatever I want the rest of the time. Great. We'll give you a ton of options. But if you're like, I have five kids, I host Thanksgiving and I have my boutique and a full-time job. We can help you too. Like we will help you maximize the tiny little bits of time you have after your kids go to bed or before they wake up in the morning. Like we will give you strategies to, to fit all that in. So hacking the holidays masterclass 
Again, it's going to be August 29th, 30th, and 31st of 2022. If you're listening after, we will definitely have the replay for sale. So if you miss it live, that's fine. And if you want to sign up live and get the replays right away, you can also do that too. So um, all you have to do is go to www.boutiquetrainingacademy.com forward slash holiday MC, like master class shortened. And we've got a great amount of signups already for that. And I'm excited to see a bunch more people flood in because they realize, oh my gosh, my kids are back in school and Black Friday's around the corner. I see all the kids in Georgia going to school this week in California. I've been seeing all the, and then Massachusetts starts in a week and a half. Yeah. I think Shane goes back the 31st. Crazy. Yeah. I'm already in full football swing though. It's crazy. Full football full football swing he's been in camp for this is week three i'm a football mom now guys it's cute it is cute it's just a lot does he will he play on the weekends or during the week on the weekends mm-hmm. oh my gosh so like you're just booked constantly i'm, I'm booked in disney yes yeah with football specifically <laughs> with everything but yeah but with f- football basically i was looking at the calendar i was like all right so he's got practice these two nights he's a zoom they have to what zoom. They talk about their plans. Like they talk about like their playbook. They have a zoom. Like I'm like in seventh grade, eighth grade. Oh, eighth grade. Oh my gosh. Like, I'm like, are you the Patriots? Like what is going on here? And then they have a 90 minute walkthrough on Saturday mornings. And then they play on Sundays. What? I'm like, is this the big leagues? Like what did I sign my kid up for? He's loving it though. He came out. I think, I think you probably saw the picture. If you guys follow me on Instagram, I posted on my stories the other day. I had a, my dad actually sent me a picture that he had of Shane in like a little helmet when he was like, I don't know, he was like two or three, like a football helmet. And then he was in like his full pads the other day and like a three point stance. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm not ready for this. And my 13 year old is six foot. So he is not a small child anymore he's no. bigger than I am I think he officially weighs more than I do oh my god it's a little scary but yeah I'm excited to be a football mom because I love football yeah you do love football mm-hmm. that'll be fun I want to try to come to a game maybe Adeline would enjoy watching oh, oh my gosh that I mean she loves people and she likes being outside so yeah well I think half the games are home half the games are away and I think the games that are home are either at our alma mater or oh, nice. uh an Afton so oh easy wait yeah. are, is like a travel team like he plays like other parts of the state yeah it's like remember pop pop warner it's yeah not- but that's just like in town no no pop warner used to go to like you played other towns oh wait so no i don't really okay pop warner. <laughs> well i don't think they i don't think they do pop warner anymore but his okay. team is westford uh acton boxborough and littleton so all the kids are from all three towns cool so it's like a tri-city town team or whatever. Town, don't get crazy. Yeah, Those are not yeah, cities. I don't know. City. <laughs> Tri-town. Tri-town. Um, and then they'll play like other areas. I think our first game, I think we're playing like Bolton maybe. Okay. We're playing in Bolton. I don't know what team we're playing there, but he has like a scrimmage this weekend. Oh my so God. I've already like Pinterest, like cool sweatshirts that I can make. Perfect. So if you have good football mom sweatshirts, DM them to Andrea yes, on Instagram. She'll buy them. Seriously. <laughs> well, I'm going to make like a specific one for his team and put like, when I get his number, I'm going to put it on my sleeve. Like I'm going to be real fun. That's really, you're going to bust out the cricket. Yeah. I'm busting out the cricket. 
So if you have cricket templates for t-shirts for football mom, also send this to Andrea. Yep. I'm, gonna go full blown. I'm like super excited. This is, this is a sport I've been excited, most excited about. Also terrified. If, if you're a football mom and you have tips for how not to be anxious while watching your kid hit other kids, also DM me. Oh my God. I love that. Cause he's going to be playing tackle. So. Oh my God. I know. That's crazy. No, we'll have to come. I feel like Greg would love that. Cause he's also a pretty big football fan yeah we're gonna have like a he's poor shane's gonna have like a full cheering squad it's great he needs it he's so cute he'll be slightly embarrassed but also like love it at the same time he'll secretly love it are you kidding yeah because he's gonna have like my parents your parents want to come yeah we all want to come his uncle and his aunt and calvin yeah we all want to come no that's so cute yeah um oh my gosh okay so we should wrap this up I know we've been, been chatting for a while. I know. So unedited. Enjoy. I hope we, you guys have enjoyed it. We're not editing this. Nope. We're not. Um, we're just going to, we're going to post it on the fly. We're going to set it and no, we're going to record it and post it. Boom. Boom. <laughs> we'll add the intro and the outro. Um, but you guys, thanks so much for uh, coming back to another episode of the boutique besties. Hopefully you have a little bit better an idea of sort of like how our company works and how you can interact with us. And as always, you can email us like a, don't send us a message on Facebook. We won't answer it. Nope. Email us. Hello at boutique training academy.com. I know it's long. Hello yes. at boutique training academy.com. Yeah. Or send up for a roadmap call. Oh my gosh. We didn't, we didn't even talk about that. We didn't even talk about roadmap calls. We should do another episode about roadmap calls. Yeah. Which are really cool, but we'll leave a link. If you have like questions and you want to talk to yep. like me or M or Ariane about the course and if it's right for you, just book a call. We'll get on. We'll talk to you for like 15 minutes and we'll figure out if it's right for you. Yep, exactly. Completely free. Completely, completely free. free. Completely yep. free. Yeah. Boutique roadmap call. You tell us about your business. We give you... I mean, I've been giving some free ideas here and there too. <laughs> I may have been coaching a little bit on some of the calls. Um, don't tell, but no, but, but really it, we want to know about your business and we want to help you find the right fit for you because I mean, truly our mission is to help you grow and scale. Yeah. Like that's it. We just, we really want the boutique industry to thrive and we know that it will do that through education. And we understand that education is an investment. We also know that the investment that people make in educating themselves with us has a pretty strong ROI. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really why we wanted to do this episode is like, make sure everyone knows what opportunities exist for them and that we're accessible to ask questions before you sign up for a course during while you're in the course. And even sometimes after you've left our course, you, you still have access to us in certain ways. So, yeah. you know, that's important for us to tell you. And so yeah, roadmap call, we'll put all the links in the show notes for the mm-hmm. 30 minute roadmap call. We'll put a link to our email um, and all the links to the court. It's going to be a very link heavy show notes, but you'll be able to find what you need in there. We'll really add everything. Um, And like I said, if you're like, I just want to email you, just email us. Hello at boutiquetrainingacademy.com. No question is silly. um, And we might just say to you, hey, we don't know how to help you book a call. And like, then we can really talk to you. Like that's our big thing lately. I think in 2022, our big focus has been, we want to talk to more people. We want to like hear what's going on with you. And we've been making adjustments in our courses that are responding to a lot of that. We're not just like trying to add things or create content in a bubble. We're just like, what do people need? We want to give it to them because 
we don't want you to be freaking out about the R word. We don't want you to think that, oh, boutiques are going out of business. Like, no, I actually still think that they're growing. I still think there's opportunity. And I think there's a lot of people that are uneducated out there who are struggling, who need some pick-me-ups and who need some, some things taught to them. And then they're going to be on their way doing, doing great. Yep. All right, you guys, Andrea, good to see you. Good to see you. I mean, I saw you yesterday, but, uh, (laughs) it's, it's fun to record these episodes. Well, we're going to come back with more episodes. We had to, we took a little summer break. We both have been kind of busy and so busy back and and forth. My fall is going to be crazy too. travel and I know football and we just got to put it on the sketch. I told my therapist today, my physical therapist, which we should talk about that too in an episode. Um, I told her if it's not on my Google calendar, I don't know it exists and I don't go to it. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Andrea. We'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good day. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the boost your boutique podcast. If you wouldn't mind taking a second to go ahead and scroll down if you're on the Apple podcast or Spotify and leaving us a quick rating and review, we would really appreciate it. It helps more amazing boutique CEOs just like you find this podcast and this incredible free resource. Thanks again for listening and we will see you in a few weeks.